0: Got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to ZorkCast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all the knowledge you need to travel in style. Brought to you in nine minutes or less. Now, please welcome the host of ZorkCast, Michael Mason Traeger. Hello. And welcome back to ZorkCast. This is Michael, and it's been a super busy 2020, and now it's a little bit of a super crazy 2020, but I do apologize for not having dropped very many episodes in the last couple of months. We are very lucky today because I can welcome back everybody to ZorkCast for 2020, but even more so, I have Gilbert of God Save the Points as our guest. I certainly do hope in these quite uncertain times that we can all find some type of comfort in our lives. And before we get to the show, I want to also congratulate Gilbert on the birth of his new frequent flyer, Olive. So good afternoon, Gilbert. Welcome. Good afternoon, Michael. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. And it's also really nice to hear your voice. I know you said that to me a few minutes
1: ago, but I'm going to say it to you. Yeah, and now I can make sure everybody actually believes it. It's nice to hear your voice. I'm sure everyone listening is cramped up somewhere with a few people. So it's just really nice to have outside contact and especially to talk about uplifting or interesting things in travel, not just the doom and the gloom. That is
0: true. And I think we have to do our best to do that. And I know some people are sometimes critical about talking about uplifting things, but I also sort of feel that they don't have to read or listen to the uplifting things if they don't desire to.
1: Well, they're not mutually exclusive. Just because we're talking about, you know, potential for a brighter future or happy days or interesting things doesn't mean we're not concerned or deeply sorry about the other things in life. There's a place to talk about those and there's a place to talk about things like travel and opportunities. And this is definitely the latter.
0: No, I absolutely agree. So the title for today's episode, which I worked hours on coming up with, this is, really <laughs> or, or maybe or maybe four minutes, <laughs> is called "Gamify Baby," and it's inspired by an article that you dropped this morning called "Great Move: Aer Lingus Offering Voucher Plus Ten Percent for." future flights. So why don't we talk a little bit about that article, which of course I'll put a link to in the show notes, and then we'll talk about the concept of gamification and some of the things that you and I were briefly discussing would be really great for the airlines and hotel brands to do now.
1: Yeah, so so zooming out, you know, the bigger picture here is that airlines right now are getting clobbered for pretty much screwing passengers out of refunds when they actually owe them. They're trying to make passengers take vouchers, which of course, you know, in a bad economy, doesn't do you any good in your personal life. And if the airline goes bust, doesn't do you any good either, rather than the money that they owe people in actual refunds. So it's been a shame. A few airlines have had to be called out about it for specifically hiding the refund option. And I was really pleased this morning to see that Aer Lingus is taking a different tact, a bit more of a positive spin. And they're offering Anyone who's basically willing to let Aer hold their cash rather, rather than get a refund, they're offering 10% you know, more on the the amount, and it's got a five-year validity for anywhere in their network. So to me, 10% might not be enough to entice me to hold money with them rather than take the cash back, but it's a good introductory offer, and I think it's the way things should go if airlines really want to hold our cash.
0: Sure, and it's forward thinking. It's something new. It's something different than just telling someone they're getting a voucher or just telling someone they're getting a refund, or even worse, making it really difficult for customers to get refunds or vouchers, which I guess we have to segue into just a little bit. You know, This is the opportunity when companies can shine. They can support their customers. They can make things easy without a bunch of asterisks. And I know over the past couple of weeks, there have been quite a few mixed messages with regard to making your customers lives and your travelers easier and i know that's probably driven you a little bit crazy because oh, yeah. it definitely drives me oh, yeah. crazy i mean
1: look look no further than united which said which <laughs> publicly offered a, a policy and then within 24 hours or 72 hours of making that policy they changed it and reneged on the people who purchased during that time i'm quite sure that's illegal you know and would actually find them in legal jeopardy in court and then you know you have british airways on this side of the pond who specifically coded their website to block the refund button when it's existed there forever so it's just incredible the links their are going to do people when as you say like this is a time when not only airlines are suffering but you know we as people are going to be suffering too there's going to be lots of job losses in all sectors and people are facing grim finances you're going to always remember how that brand treated you when they you know when you needed your money back and i think <laughs> there's a real opportunity for those that are smart and It'll be easier to write people off or airlines off rather when they do these kind of things.
0: Right. And then also you get to the other side of it when we deal with travel loyalty. When you see companies not behaving the way they should be, then you wonder, you know, ah, why should we be loyal to you? Right. Then it becomes, you know, part of it when a company treats you well You want to really be loyal to them. And on top of it, then you start to become less sensitive to things like price or potentially route or connections because you feel that you like doing business with that company.
1: Yeah, I I think you. transparency is huge. I think that's a big deal. It's a huge deal. I mean, like I'll I'll use an example in my own blogging world where Hilton had a really good point sale last year. And then two days after the point sale, they had a devaluation, a stealth devaluation of that. No notice, no warning. And so they really kind of duped people. And since then, I don't think I've covered a Hilton point sale specifically. It's one of those things that once you start doing that with your loyalty program, you lose the trust and people just won't engage with you. They won't go out of their way. And they may even miss out on decent opportunities because they don't trust you. So the trust factor, I think, is so big. And for those that are actually trying to gain trust in this economy... This market, there's a lot of upside.
0: Absolutely. So we were discussing a little bit, you know, gamifying offers or gamifying bonuses. And one of the things that I think is extremely interesting is when customers can get bonuses that are gamified somewhat, like spinning a wheel and getting a particular discount or that are personalized to your status or to your purchase. So, I mean, obviously we were discussing a little bit with regard to bonuses being a little bit variable, but also like, I think it would be an amazing opportunity for airlines to be able to give you a perk or something when you purchase a ticket, depending on your status, like maybe free lounge access, bonus miles, and sort of let you choose the perk. So maybe I'll let you just jump into a little bit like what you see with the potential for Gamify, or maybe explain to people very simply what Gamify is and how these things can be really compelling and also sort of interesting and fun.
1: Yeah. So the Aer Lingus offer for people who are trying to get their money back, I think is a really interesting one. It's it's very basic. You spend, let's say, a thousand bucks with them and that would be worth 1100 with them in the future if you don't take your money back. And doesn't really do enough, as we were mentioning, to move the needle for me. But if you said, you know, maybe 20% or even more if you have a higher tier with them, showing that you're already a loyal customer, maybe it's 30 or 40%, you know, where that becomes 1400 in future funny money travel bucks and or the choice of, you know, one cabin upgrade one way or, you know, extra bonus miles or whatever it may be. You know, there's so many ways you could curtail it to specific people or just have it just be a fun game where everyone who makes a new booking is getting something, whether it's, let's say, a checked bag or free drink in economy, whatever it may be. But I think, you know, at least it's fun and, and it gives people <laughs> a reason to play rather than just there's no way I'm booking a ticket right now. And airlines desperately need cash. That's the simplest way to break it down right now. Exactly.
0: And the other thing is to have some potential outliers where you can maybe, you know, it determines your discount and there's a selection where some people get a 75% off discount. Or I love the idea of you take your trip and you've gotten maybe one of these perks or the discount. And after your trip, you get to spin a virtual wheel. And maybe some of the prizes are 10% off a future trip, but the other prize is like an immediate refund for the trip you took. Like it, it makes your trip free, like afterwards, you know? And that's of course the outlier prize. Yeah. So you sort of like get,
1: there probably you too get many something. Get CEOs would like you, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, but, but you know what? You know what the thing about it is? It's if you do the game correctly you know and people play it you could still make it quite profitable
1: we, we i mean like just, just look need, at the we lottery, basically just need right? to sedate you and then put you in a room with a with an airline ceo cuz this is a little too excited <laughs> but if we sedate you and it goes back to like you know one cabin upgrade or <laughs> up to 50% off then you know then they might listen to us and not think we're quacks but i like what we well like you they know, might you know say I'm something you. like you know i'm with you <laughs>
0: Oh, you mean, instead of giving an offer that you've just won 10% off a future flight that can be taken on Tuesday to Thursday on these four routes when booked between the hours of 4 a.m. and 9 a.m. on every alternating Friday. <laughs> That's, that sometimes seems to me, you know, sometimes the simplicity, I think people worry too much or programs worry too much about, about all of these yeah. extra about terms. The exactly and there's exactly because i think exactly you know what there's always going to be somebody who figures out a way to take advantage of something. Like here, I can immediately think of an example where if you had a thing where every time you purchase a ticket, you spun a wheel and you could have a chance for a 10%, 20%, 30%, or the outlier 70% discount. Well, there's gonna be somebody who's gonna find some route which is $50 round trip, and then figure out if I buy enough of these $50 tickets, then maybe I'll trigger one of the 75% off bonuses and then use that for a $3,000 ticket. But the thing is like, don't worry about it so much because yeah. it just doesn't matter at the end of the day at the end of the day that barely impacts revenue in so many cases it's sort of like this is my best example and it's i know it's going out in my casino world it's just like how casinos worry about card counters And they worry about card counters so much that they sometimes slow up their games. So they have to cut off the penetration is bad, so they cut off more cards. That means they have to shuffle the cards more often or get more cards and shuffle more often. They slow down the game. The only way the casino makes money is for games to move fast. So they're trying to prevent something from happening that's a relative outlier, but then they're causing themselves to make less money because they're slowing down the speed of the games by 25%. It's crazy, but yet it still happens all the time totally so tell me about this
1: what's it like to have a new frequent flyer in your house i have to say this is really weird like i was thinking the other day like travel blogger brings daughter into world without travel and that's basically how life feels right now we were supposed to go to la and new york early ne- mid next month and although i could technically go as a us citizen back to the US, it'd be hard to find an airline that'll be flying there at that point. And with New York and LA locked down with all non-essential services closed, there really wouldn't be all that much point anyway. And you know, now that the UAE closes border today and Singapore is not even open for transit and all these things, Australia and New Zealand closed, there's just really nowhere to go, which is wild. I can't believe I've brought an infant into a world where I can't take her anywhere. <laughs> especially given my job. Other than that, it's been awesome. We're having a great time. I look haggard, but I did anyway. And it's just fun to watch the development every day. And and hopefully, you know, all my rants about loyalty programs are being distilled into her eight-week-old mind, and she will be head of a loyalty program one day or something, and it won't suck.
0: I'm actually taking bets on what her first word is going <laughs> to be. I was thinking maybe it would be op-up, but okay. I'm not sure. But we – I wanna... <laughs> <laughs> but i'm not i'm not exactly
1: sure but i do you have any any clues what what her first word might be or combinations of words i think upgrade or unfortunately perhaps an expletive since they seem to be flying out of my mouth with every piece of news that comes across the desk
0: i know but- you you have to watch that i know i'm so happy for you and maybe in some ways i hate to use the term a blessing it is so nice that you are getting this period of having a newborn like where you really are just Focusing on that and you're just at home. Yeah, I'm
1: trying to find wild, out. I, I think like it's a, you know, positive. I, I finished twenty nineteen with a crazy journey. I was in eleven countries in eleven days, like mid late December. And I haven't traveled since. You know, she was born in January. And so it's it's just yeah, it's amazingly lucky that especially now that it's hitting Europe so so badly that she's at least had some time to mature a little bit and get some strength and immunities and yeah, there's lots of lots of blessings here. And for now, we're very fortunate. Even as we run out of things on Netflix to watch, my standards are going down by the day. I just watched Love is Blind, and I hate to say it, it was great. Oh, that's
0: awesome. Yeah, I've been introducing the family to some of my favorite movies, so it's been great. My youngest finally has seen Goodfellas, that's, which that's a makes must. me really happy. Yeah, that absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that I'm so lucky for in my life is that usually about once a week you send me a really cool Haggard Gibb picture, Gibb and Olive. and I just mm-hmm. I actually said to my wife the other day... Nothing brings a bigger smile to my face than when you send me one I'm of watching your funny my face deteriorate in
1: front of your eyes. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It really does. It just bring me a lot of happiness. And I am hoping that you're reading or The Little Prince, because I be. that is a really important book. So you need to focus on that. I'm so glad you took the time with me today. And I think I'd love to hear from other people if they like these ideas about gamify or like what's the most out-of-the-box kind of gamify, like within a realistic technical yeah. ability uh, or, or of airline Here's a question for everybody. Do,
1: what would it take to make you book an airline ticket to today? What would the offer be? Yes. Yeah, that's a great question.
0: Well, thank you so much again, Gilbert, oh, for joining go, us, is there any? I, go, I did write is,
1: yesterday. Sure. For anyone who does believe that the world will return to normalcy sometime within 12 calendar months, if you have points, they're a great way to book future travel without much risk. You know, obviously, lots of cash tickets and stuff, they have unfriendly cancellation policies, but with points, you're usually looking at just like 25 or 35 bucks and a cancellation fee, and you get all your points back. And right now, availability using points is amazing, even well into 2021. If we can't travel by mid-2021, I'm going to lose my mind anyway. So I'm starting to book travel now for then because the availability is great. Flights that you'd never, ever be able to find using your points usually are wide open. So if you are thinking about the future of, you know, getting out there, now is actually a great time to kind of play around and see what's out there, knowing that it'd be pretty easy to cancel and you could get everything back if you needed to. Hey, how about also on that light, also using upgrade instruments?
0: I think there's a lot of a lot of booking availability.
1: You can (laughs) probably use them for the
0: first time ever. I know, which is awesome. That's another great thing to think about. But I do agree with you.
1: It's an unfortunate world when there's an inverse correlation between the success of the world and the happiness of loyalty program members. But it is what it is. That's true.
0: Yes, and like you say, using your points to book tickets on speculation is probably a really sharp thing to do because it's true. If you're going to use an upgrade instrument, you probably need to hand over some cash. Oh, and while we're on that thing, you know, BA holidays now, when you book with like, and I'm sure some of the other holiday programs are doing this, you only have to make your final payment three weeks before your trip. Now they changed it from five weeks to three. I'm pretty sure that's global. And in addition, they're allowing you to change your holidays trips. So if you book a trip on speculation and put the 150 pounds down, You can come back and change it to another trip, though you might still have some fare changes. But yes, I'm thinking a lot like when you mentioned that, which is a really good point. Using your points, great for cash flow. Putting 100, 200, 150 pounds down on a trip for 10 months from now, great for cash flow. So I think those are important things for people to think about.
1: Yeah, you're supporting the travel industry without much risk from yourself. And yeah, good stuff. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, thank you again gilbert it was a pleasure speaking and maybe next week we can come up with a another topic i'm going to give us a hiatus for three weeks before we start bitching about things too badly cool How, how's cool. That? Is that good or is it a four way. week i'm there i'm there you go okay it. you had me a bitch. great well
1: right. <laughs>
0: okay <laughs> great well thank you again and until next time You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at TravelZork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at TravelZork and Facebook.com slash TravelZork. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on ZorkCast. Until next time, good luck.